Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're joined by film scholar, local musician, and former podcaster Lindsay Campbell to discuss two films about different portrayals of mothers and motherhood. First up, Preeti Zinta is a popular college student who finds herself expecting in 2000's Kaya Kenna. Then, Sri Devi plays a housewife who secretly takes English classes after her unappreciative, horrible family <laughs> mocks her for her poor English and English English. I did not put horrible in the intro. I know, I, I just put it in because her family was terrible. Okay, well, yeah. we'll get to that, but yeah. it's good to know how you feel. I'm just laying my cards out early. Oh, God. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> yes, uh, this episode is obviously in honor of Mother's Day, but before we get to that, Matt, I failed us. Oh, yeah? In our last episode on the Krish series, the favorite films of Sunny Pawar, uh, <laughs> of Lion fame, uh, we forgot to mention that there is a theme park ride based on Krish at Bollywood Parks Dubai. I don't know how we missed it since it's one of our major goals in life to one day go to Bollywood Parks Dubai, ride all the rides, and then review them for you all. Yeah, I mean, have we? if we've gone to Bollywood Parks Dubai, obviously the amazing memories of <laughs> the Krish ride and the Don ride and the Sholay ride. And the Mughali Azam restaurant. The Mughali Azam restaurant. Mm-hmm. We would have those in our hearts forever, and we would never be able to forget. Mm-hmm. But since we haven't gone yet, yeah, it slipped the mind. Yeah, I blame the Wikipedia page on the Krish franchise, which mentions every like supplemental and ancillary Krish property what like that exists. Like the Snickers ad and everything. But does not mention the ride in Bollywood Parks Dubai. Well, you it's know, pretty, someone it's, needs to edit that Wikipedia page. It's pretty new. Yeah, it is. It's like only a couple months old. Yeah. So. All right. Well, yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. Well, we settled that. Uh, we also released a bonus episode this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were asked by uh, Northwest Fest, which is a documentary film festival here in Edmonton. Uh, they were doing a um, lunchtime podcast series mm-hmm. where various Edmonton podcasters would come in and talk about um, their work and uh, their reception and stuff. And we were on with your co-host from your other podcast, Paul Matwichuk. And um, JP my other Four- podcast being Trash Art in the Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, JP Fournier from the Movie Jerks, both of whom have been on our podcast before. Mm-hmm. And we talked about uh, the state of movie podcasting in Edmonton. Yeah. So uh, check that episode out. Um, it was uh, it was a fun time. It'll be a little bit different from our normal uh, banter here on the show. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think. And thanks to uh, our you know best friend of the podcast, Juliet Franklin, for kind of live tweeting for us while it was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and big thanks to Northwest Fest for having us. Yeah, um, it's probably too late now, but next year come come Edmonton <laughs> and catch some films at the New West, uh, <laughs> the Northwest Fest. Yeah, not the New West Fest. That's uh, something else. Will there ever be a New West Fest? Probably not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So joining us in our studio. It's really just our dining room. Uh, we have Lindsay Campbell, who is a friend of mine here, and who I'm very excited to have on this episode because, in addition to um, you know being a film scholar, studying to be a librarian, being a musician, um, and being a former po- podcaster, uh, you're also a mom, Lindsay. I sure am. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a mom. You have the mom so experience. Welcome, that welcome is- to. This episode so craves, it needs mom experience, yeah. and we have none. Well, and I mean, we could have asked my mom, but 
She tried to watch one Bollywood movie and turned it off an hour. Oh, in. no. Which one was it? Uh, Airlift with uh, Akshay oh, Kumar. Yeah. She really likes Nimrat Kaur because she's on, um, she was in The Lunchbox. Oh, and then okay. she's and she on, liked The Lunchbox, but that's yeah, more of an art That's film. more of an art yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she she's in some American television shows. I don't know, Wayward Pines? Does know. that sound so like that a sounds show? sounds like a show. <laughs> Not a clue. I think it's a show. Yeah. yeah. So I recommended this one to her, and she got an hour in, and then was like, it was so cheesy, Erin. <laughs> Like, oh god, that's a serious one. Yeah, yeah. Does your mom like Priyanka Chopra? Does she watch Quantico? Ah, uh, no. She she started watching Quantico, but I think gave up pretty quickly. Mm. Like, yeah, my everyone. mom also gave up on Quantico. Yeah. Mine probably also gave up on Quantico. Yeah. It's, it's not that engaging. But old people love shows where various criminals are caught by sexy cops, right? By, like, by, like mastermind geniuses. And yeah, stuff. yeah. That that's like that's. What people get TV for, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is. I, I don't have TV, but uh, yeah, um, it's, presumably. It's true, even if you don't have TV. When I worked at the video store, we had the whole BBC TV section. That's our mm-hmm. most popular section. People Mysteries. Would, people would phone, like, do you have Touch of Frost mm-hmm. Season 5, Disc 3? <laughs> I must have it now. I need a girl <laughs> killed on a sad <laughs> island and a bunch of gray people in gray clothing <laughs> trying to figure out who killed her. With and, accents. Yeah, I need that now. <laughs> and that video yeah. store is Sneak Preview. Oh, yes. But uh, which is sadly the, gone. Yeah. yeah, sadly gone. It was the greatest video store. It really was. Here in Edmonton. And I think, you know, there isn't... You know, a week that goes by when I'm looking for a movie that I don't miss. Yeah, and it's, it's close to your work too, so it, it must is. be even more annoying. It is, and annoying. I think it's a it's a flower shop or something now. There was a daycare. Daycare. The flat. Yeah. There's an edible arrangements next there door. There is an edible arrangement. The ultimate indignity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been there a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it stayed open, but it's been there a long time. <laughs> and people like flowers you can eat. I guess. So, Lindsay, uh, you no longer have a podcast, but you had one on motherhood. I did. It was called This Manic Mama. Mm. Uh, I did 45 episodes over like two two years or so. That's a lot. It was was an interview-based podcast, Mm -hmm. mostly over like Skype. I would interview Mm -hmm. other moms most of the time. Hmm. Yeah. And a lot of authors, right? Yeah. It was like moms that write, punk Mm -hmm. moms, like musicians, directors. Mom blogs? uh, Not too many mom bloggers, because I've tried to get to like interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, unfortunately yeah. the mom blog is a very like generic safe white kind of medium yeah. right yeah yeah so there's not terribly interesting there's definitely a tone it tries to hit yes <laughs> and it it, it uh, doesn't seem to uh, go with your interests no I was definitely talking to like documentarians and filmmakers and musicians and mm-hmm. uh, authors and stuff that were also moms mm-hmm. is that still up on iTunes for people to listen I feel like there might be a few episodes, but I don't think all 45 are... Di- are I tried to save them for... Like, I think I lost some of them, yeah. and mm. I tried to pull them off of iTunes. I don't think there's... I think there's a few. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, we'll, well, we'll, have yeah. to, we'll have to look, and if it is available, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, you can just check in your phone. You'll see it. Mm-hmm. So. The always comprehensive show notes there that uh, mm-hmm. I <laughs> slave over every episode. Yeah. I'm sure all of our listeners read them and enjoy them. I'm sure. And catch episode. my excellent uh, hidden jokes within them. So uh, You have Easter eggs and stuff? Mm-hmm. I do. Nice. Yeah, so if anyone has ever caught any of my hidden jokes uh, in the show notes, <laughs> let me know. The best was Jadu. <laughs> A couple times. Love that guy. Okay, we need to move past Jadu. No, no. I know how much you love Jadu, just, but we just love the Yes, yes. So, Lindsay, you, um, 
You have your master's in film studies. You're currently working on um, studying to be a librarian. Yes. Um, And you've seen a lot of movies and studied a lot of movies. Yeah, I've seen a lot of movies. (laughs) Including some Bollywood and Indian films. Yeah, more recently, I've sort of seen, I've seen quite a few this year, uh, which is more. Mm -hmm. But I I did take a popular Asian cinema class in the university with Jerry White. And uh, so we we touched on some some more popular stuff, Shole. Yeah. Of course, I've seen Mother India and Awara and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yes, I've been seeing new Bollywood of, and your f- of all varieties. <laughs> your favorite actor currently? <gasps> I don't know if I would say he's is. my favorite actor, but he's kind of <laughs> well, like in Indian cinema. He's not my favorite actor. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he can act. But so Thakur Anup Singh is a is a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Huh. He did start on a TV show where he played some kind of god, and he was actually quite pudgy. And I've seen pictures of him before he got into bodybuilding. Hmm. But then he won like Mr. Universe last year, I believe. Oh, wow. But the thing that I love about him is that he's ridiculously jacked. Like <laughs> it's yeah. it's like silly, and it makes me giggle because it's so ridiculous. And he wears these. T- tiny little vests <laughs> and at the end of Commando 2 at the last fight scene that he ripped his vest off and I just was like Shee! well it's probably a regular size vest he's just a giant he's man he's huge <laughs> he's just like spilling out of his vest <laughs> that's one thing that you gotta love about Bollywood like they really know how to objectify men they and do. play to the ladies they really do mm-hmm. it's so true yeah Commando was in, in, it was like Magic Mike and the action movie mm-hmm. Bollywood style <laughs> It was good stuff. It was really yeah. fun. And yeah. even, even even the guys that are not jacked, like even if it's just like a regular wedding movie, there's always like an action sequence where he takes mm-hmm. them like twelve guys into yeah. the road and he's got like like physics defying martial arts skills suddenly. Yeah. And then it yeah. goes back to the wedding. Well yeah. that's part of the that masala is there has to be something for everyone. Something so for all the dudes yeah. That have been dragged to go see this movie, this We're wedding movie there. with their mom, We're yeah, just with waiting their girlfriends to see someone get or wives. In the face, apparently. Yeah, that's all you really oh. enjoy, right? <laughs> Sometimes it works, and I get that, like something for everyone. But God, like Raj Kamara was like three hours of seven different narratives in one. <laughs> and at one point, I know that I turned to to my friend and said, uh, "How many more movies is left in this movie? <laughs> like, there's that many. It's been like four. It was a romance, then it was a comedy, then it was the best exotic marigold three, <laughs> then it was a political pot boiler. And, oh, yeah, that was a Punjabi film, right? It was, I believe. Yeah, Punjabi cinema God, is. I was having a conversation with one of our listeners on Twitter the other day, and they were re- recommending me some good Punjabi films, oh, and yeah. I was like, "Thank you," because all the Punjabi movies I've seen <laughs> have been like way too many plots. <laughs> too many. Um, and but. Also, all the same plot about yes. like brothers trying to marry sisters. And- yep. Yeah. Oh man, Punjabi cinema leaves a lot to be desired. Well, you can send your hate <laughs> mail on to Aaron at, uh, at Aaron E. Fraser on uh, t- uh, Twitter. Or, or your recommendations. I, yeah. I, I do have to say, I'm getting proud of myself for rec- for recognizing like regular Punjab actors now mm-hmm. because it's such like a small little industry. Of mm-hmm. Oh, that's the mean lady. Yeah. She's always the mean lady. Speaking <laughs> of Doji Tashant. Is in Edmonton tonight. Yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah, but this. I only just found out, and we have plans, so we can't go. But I'm sure, I'm sure he'll miss me. Yes. Um, because I should really be there for him to serenade to. I'm yeah. sure he's very upset at his hotel right now. Mm-hmm. How will I go on? <laughs> we were all the way here for her, and then I didn't tell her that I was going to be here today. You know, I guess I'm just not Edmonton's biggest Diljit Deschamps fan. I guess. Um, I thought I was, but I'm not. Uh, well, moving in on to uh, the topic of today's show, which is in celebration of Mother's Day, portrayals of mothers in 
Bollywood, and there are a lot of them. We had a lot to choose from. I mean, plenty of moms. One of the biggest films in the Hindi film canon is Mother India, yes, of course, yeah. which we've all seen, but I don't think any of us were really keen to talk about because it's not. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Too. It's we'll get to it eventually, but yeah. it's really it's a long movie with a lot going on, especially. Um, Politically or allegorically. I remember being pretty dry. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, but because the Bollywood film industry is so often focused on family and kind of telling family stories, there's a lot of moms in the movies. And you get these character actresses who just kind of show up in movie after movie playing, you know, the hero or heroine's mother. Kieran yeah. Kerr, especially. Kieran Kerr. She's Our listeners really wonderful. like her as a mom. She's Excellent. We're seeing a lot of that with Amarita Singh, um, mm-hmm. and now Sri Devi, Jaya Bachchan has done a lot of it. It's like, you know, you start out in Bollywood being the ingenue, and then right. <laughs> and then you kind of take like a 15-year break to have your own family, and when you right. come back, all that's left is, you know... Mom jobs. Mom jobs. And unfortunately, um, despite there being a lot of, you know, m- mothers in, in Bollywood films... Uh, they're not always at the focus right. mm-hmm. of the movies. They're either mm-hmm. kind of side characters who are kind of silently pushed to the side, or they're often antagonists. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I see a, lot, a lot of mean, mean moms. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. that's interesting that you do get a, a spectrum of mothers. Oh, yeah. Because um, there aren't a lot of mom villains in Hollywood films, for instance. Yeah. But you do get, like, you know, a gangster mother in something like... Uh, uh, Ram Leela, mm-hmm. where you get someone like in uh, Kia Kenna, uh, the the rich uh, lady. Oh, she's terrible. So mean. She's a huge bitch. Oh, she's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> she had excellent costuming. Yeah, but it was like a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do you do get various degrees of evil mother. Yeah. Yes. Whereas here you get that maybe in horror movies. That's about it. Yep. In in Hollywood films. Yeah, Hollywood movies are just they're not they're not as focused on family because nope, I, culturally we're not as kind of uh, invested in our families as yeah. you know at least the movies have led me to believe Indian families are mm-hmm. and that's not to say that all Indian families are like that or yeah. all Western families aren't but I just feel like um, in our entertainment you know we do get family movies from time mm-hmm. to time. But they're usually yeah. about kids. Yeah, they're either yeah, about kids, kids yeah. or they're, you know, directed at women and they're overly fluffy and they're like that Gary, like Gary Marshall. I guess we years ago yeah. did yeah. a movie titled Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. What about Bad Moms? You guys oh, both yeah. saw that, right? No, I didn't actually see Bad Moms. I know moms. you saw Bad Moms. I saw Moms. Bad Moms. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. how bad were they? Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they certainly weren't committing any crimes. Mm. See the... So many issues with <laughs> why I did not go see Bad Moms. Yeah, there's this whole thing about like normalizing quote like bad behavior mm-hmm. within like this heteronormative white framework. Like, oh, but we're really good moms, but oh, we drank too much for a weekend or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, oh, really? He's <laughs> like, this is why you're bad. Yeah, <laughs> and clearly nobody's ever looked at you and went like, you are a bad mom. For right. Shame. Think, like that's never happened. Think <laughs> bigger. If you want to be a bad mom, you could really go for it rather yeah. than just partying a little. Well, it would be interesting to, like, explore what a bad mother is. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like, just kind of like... A, Carrie's I'm, mom I'm is a bad mom. Yeah. Carrie's <laughs> mom is a bad... She's is terrible. A, is a bad mom. Yeah. Mommy dearest? Awful. Bad, mother. horrible mother. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess we do have a spectrum of bad moms, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there's the oh, or, yeah. thing, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, for sure. Yes. 
stepmoms can never, never nope. truly love. No, nope. you know their mm-hmm. stepchildren. They're horrible, horrible, evil. <laughs> yeah, all they the all they care about is their vanity and uh, yep. taking over the kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> always a kingdom. Um, so the two films that we we've chosen to discuss. We chose partly because they're, um, the mothers are the central figures yeah. of the film, mm-hmm. um, and also because they present very different um, sides of motherhood that I don't different think we often... Different phases of the mom life yes. Yeah, different very, phases and different yeah. sides that I don't think we often see explored yep. mm-hmm. in, well, Bollywood cinema, or really any cinema. Well, yeah. I mean, you do see a lot of uh, young mothers, like in Kyakena. Yeah. Not really portrayed in the same um, dramatic style. Yeah, I will say the poster for this on iTunes really had me thinking Juno. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. The, yes. It's only orange. Yeah. Even though Kiakana came first. <laughs> very, yeah. very first. <laughs> it's so dated. Well, right. it came out 2000, but it, it looks it's, like 1993. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 90s part two. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Kiakana, you've got down here translation what to say, but. What uh, to say? In the the song, it kept coming up as "Life is a Wonder." wonder. Yeah, so I know I was googling "Wonder" last night, translate yeah. and all that, and I couldn't. Yeah, it was it, it was a little weird, but uh, I'm guessing somewhere between the two, that's where the the real translation is. This happens with subtitles; we don't always know exactly what is being said, but yeah. we get the gist. Well, and when they subtitle. English phrases and they change what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's often wrong, so it really makes you doubt if the Hindi's correct. I, I know. Yeah. I really like with Kia Kena. I was like noticing last mm-hmm. night watching it that there was like he said like shut up, but that's not what it said in the English subtitles. Yeah. My yeah. favorite's okay. rascal or scoundrel being oh, used yeah. for like asshole. Yeah. Always You're good. A rascal. It's getting valorized <laughs> in in the process of being a translator. <laughs> Uh, but this movie came out in 2000, a.k.a. 90s 2, um, <laughs> and was directed by Kundan Shah, written by Honey Irani. Yeah. Honey Irani is the um, mother of filmmakers Zoya Akhtar and Farhan Akhtar. Yeah, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Pretty Zinta, Saifali Khan, Chandra Chor Singh, Anupam Kher, and Farida Jalal. It was a huge hit in the box office, kind of a surprise hit based mm-hmm. on the content of the story. And it cemented Pretty Zinta in the Hindi film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it won a Filmfare Award for Best Story, and Zinta was nominated for Best Actress, one of many Best Actress nominations she's racked up over the years. Oh, nice. Yeah, we yeah. haven't spoken much about Pretty Zinta on the show yet. We. S- Discussed Koi Magaya um, mm-hmm. as <laughs> how can you forget our discussion of Koi Magaya? Yeah, she's briefly in Krish, <laughs> and she's very, very briefly in Krish, um, and she's an actress that we'll definitely have to return to because in the early two thousands she was the it girl, mm-hmm. and she was in uh, Rodney Bonnet Di Jodi in the uh, yeah. song sequence, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, but she's great. Yeah, she is great. Yeah, and she, um, is. she has, like, the right face for this kind of role because she's mm-hmm. in her 20s, but she's playing a yeah. girl who's about she's 18. She's, like, 25, yeah. yeah. And she actually yeah. looks 18. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she pulled up 18. I figured 18, 19. When, yeah. when she wasn't with all the other girls at her school. Yeah. it kind of looked like, okay, they're maybe 17. She's <laughs> mid-20s. Yeah. Looks a little weird. But, uh, yeah. She's playing younger a lot better than kind of, I think, we see in most Bollywood films. Yes. Well, most Recently of the in Running Shahi... Um, Topsy Panu, who is 30, was, is playing a girl who's 18, and it's just like, <laughs> no. And not to say that uh, the three cons can, can't play an 18-year-old, <laughs> even though they're all 50, 52 years old, but, yeah. uh, you know, it, it comes with the territory. So why don't you set up the plot for us? Sure. Uh, Presenta is a girl who has gone away 
to go to high school, even though her town in Shimla has a pretty decent university, apparently, but she had to go to somewhere else for uh, high school. And her family is very excited for her to come back. Adorably excited. <laughs> it's like excited. when Deb Das comes home. It's like when, yeah, it is like when Deb Das comes home. Uh, her father, played by Antoine Kerr, keeps making cakes and forgetting what day it is. Yes. So <laughs> he does this a couple times. And yeah, she comes home. Uh, there's a boy waiting for her as well, play, uh, AJ, um, played by Shanachor Singh. He's kind of a nerd. I didn't really like him that much. Um, but uh, he's a dopey local uh, boy who just likes her, and that's really his only character trait. Yeah. Um, and uh, their budding love affair, which she is really unaware of, she she's trying to set him up with her friend. But uh, it, this is stopped dead in its tracks by Saifa Lee Khan, who plays a sexy, rich badass oh, yes. who is continually jumping <laughs> things over like a gorge. So is yes. That yeah. was great. Yeah. This is such a good role for Saifa Lee Khan because I really believe in real life he is this guy. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a prince and he's rich in real yeah. life. So. And his like, kind, of, kind of mohawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His mullet or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Thing so mullety. So mullety. <laughs> the thing I didn't get about his jumping this gorge trick was the first time he does it on a, on a, on a <laughs> motorcycle, and then immediately all the people who are on the other side <laughs> rush over to, like, congratulate him, but did they also jump over this? <laughs> it looks pretty far. There isn't a rope bridge or anything, so I don't know how that works. Anyway, his uh, uh, gorge-jumping prowess is equaled only by his uh, prowess in... Uh, seducing and impregnating uh, pretty Zinta. Mm-hmm. Uh, although she is really the one who's into him, so he says. Yes. Um, he seems to have reciprocated, but uh, she really uh, digs him quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she gets pregnant. And uh, as a rich guy headed for bigger and better things, he's not really into this uh, romantic pairing and decides to just wash his hands of it. And his mom is terrible. His mom implies that she's just making it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the and the mother even warned some of her other rich friends, like, oh, this girl's coming by. She's knocked up, and she might tell you know you that uh, your son did it. Yeah. Watch out for her. That's, that's awful. Yeah, and obviously we need a play to uh, explain how terrible she is. Yeah, so um, uh, pretty Zinta playing Priya, that's her name in the yeah. movie, gets kicked out of her house by Anupam Kerr, is very sad but angry about the whole affair. Her older brother, who looks like he's, like, 50... Yeah, um, he has a marijuana t-shirt. Yeah. He's, uh... He, um... Gets into fights with people earlier on, trying to protect her dignity, and afterwards he's, like, just kind of moody. And he gets <laughs> married Vicky. to a girl at some point, Vicky. Um, and, yeah, she's she gets kicked out of the house, but pretty quickly takes up with a family down the road who she helped find a shortcut to get to a wedding. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in this there's film. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the uh, Anupam Kerr and the rest of the family kind of welcome her back in after um, missing her for a while. And uh, Saifi Lee Khan's mom is still pretty pissed off about this, so... <laughs> She uses her governorship at the university to get them to put on a play that is exactly about her circumstance and has all the same character names as her real life. Then her and her family attend this play, and everyone claps. They love it. And then she goes on stage and demolishes their entire argument with a well-thought-out speech. And then everyone loves her. Yes. So it's... (laughs) 
the ending of this movie, while happy, is somewhat uh, implausible. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. She did argue her case pretty well. That uh, that'll solve all these, uh, you know, these uh, sort of regressive mm-hmm. attitudes about an unwed uh, pregnant got a woman. Banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Priya banner. A beautiful banner. Yeah. And everyone lets her go ahead in lines and return <laughs> library books first and stuff. <laughs> But, uh, There's a lot of people returning library books in that no, library. No, it's a very popular library. Yeah, and you could just have a table. You just drop them on. You don't need to stand in line. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the movie. That is the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really, like, it's a, for 2000 era Bollywood, it is a really progressive look at um, a teenage mom. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a really positive one to mm-hmm. the extent that it really does feel somewhat unrealistic. Yeah, I think because I, yeah. we all know that life is a lot harder for young single mothers than yeah. it's ever portrayed in this film. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. led me to think about like what actually happens to teen and unwed young mothers in India mm-hmm. because it was just obviously not a very realistic portrayal of, of any culture really like mm-hmm. nobody would even if they came around and was like okay maybe you're not so bad and maybe you'll be an okay mom and we'll support you you're not going to get a banner yeah. and like, no. you know like this fanfare and on like you know, yeah. you're not a hero suddenly well sadly in the play the Priya commits suicide right, yeah. and uh, it's brought up like oh yeah. Um, a cop comes out. The guy playing the cop comes out and says, "I've seen this so many times." Like yeah. he's on the mom squad. Yeah, it's just checking in on all these mothers who kill themselves. Yeah, that's his job. It's like, yeah, I see this all the time. He really needs to crack down on those bad moms. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's on the mom bad, bad mom, bad mom squad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that is potentially a bit more realistic yes. as to how yeah, someone yeah. being socially ostracized might find themselves yes. uh, having to do. Um, this is ambitiously happy. Well, it kind of also um, just like made me think of things like um, Born into Brothels. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it's probably a more accurate portrayal of what's going on with young unwed moms <laughs> in India. But I don't. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm still pretty new. Everything that I know about current Indian culture really is from movies at this yeah. point. So mm-hmm. I'm not an expert. And this was 17 years ago. I mean, yes. you will occasionally see a single mother in a film, but still not often. And we yeah. find Bollywood is often a lot more progressive um, than the real situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that it presents an idealized version of the Indian family. Yeah. Um, and so here very much, you know, it, it feels like wish fulfillment. It feels like mm-hmm. what if, you know, a young girl who was beloved by everyone did get pregnant. Yeah. Crazy beloved by everyone. And no She one, has her own fan club. Yeah, yeah and I'm really her, yeah. I'm really impressed that the film never blames her no, or didn't. shames no. her in any way. Like it never once says yeah. that she made a poor decision in having sex with this man. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was really surprising. Well, she says yeah. it herself. She says but it herself. The text of the film does yeah. not lead you to that interpretation. Yeah, yes. the the tone of the film is yeah. never trying to condemn her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. did I. But it's just it was so idealized to yeah. a point that you just really, you know, you start to think like, well, it can't all be everyone, you know, joining in a circle and yeah. holding hands and singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like life is a little bit more, it's a little more complicated. Complicated. Than yeah, this. I know you didn't see Takeoff, but it's a Malayalam film, mm-hmm. and what, the main character is a divorced woman with a child, mm-hmm. and that was so. Well, it mm-hmm. kind of explored the complexities of being divorced, yeah. and trying to work as a nurse and stuff like that. It's excellent. I do recommend it. Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. one to check out. Yeah. Um, what did everyone think of Pretty Zinta? 
She was great. She was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she kind of reminds me uh, face wise of like Nev Campbell. Okay. Oh, She's got a really interesting a look. A little bit, yeah. And she is definitely poised to late 90s, early 2000s. This is what a movie star looks like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was very fresh-faced. And yeah. Like, all the clothes and everything was very, uh, so, very 90s. Yeah, <laughs> so many short oh, yeah. skirt dresses. And overalls. overalls. I just watched Clueless last weekend. Oh, so wow. It was yeah. like very in line yeah, with that kind of fashion and style. And Cypher yeah. Khan even says, I think you look great in yellow. And then she just wears yellow, yellow the rest of the movie. <laughs> Which I appreciated. Yellow is yeah. my favorite color. Or she demands, like... Does your mother have yellow saris? Go get all of them. Bring yeah. me all of the saris. Mom, I need your yellow sari. I'm going to cut it up and turn it into a different kind of sari. Because Saifali Khan likes yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a real bastard in this movie. He sure was. He's a real cad. He is. I, I, I thought for sure. Like, this yeah. is... Uh, I sometimes refer to films as a cad awareness pieces. Oh. Yeah. Um, and this, like to me... Like a Thomas me, Hardy picture. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This, to me, fits into the cad awareness piece canon. And he's a cad who tries to, you know, turn his life around, but uh, we won't spoil what happens. It's yeah. only 17 years old, this movie, but uh, <laughs> um, he uh, tries to redeem himself, but the movie doesn't let him... Um, he doesn't let him get away with it. I, I appreciated say. that too. Yeah. 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 No, and th- and that's that uh, again seems like you know some wish fulfillment that this yes. deadbeat dad who didn't want to acknowledge that you know that she was having his child yep. would come around. That's yeah. also my favorite song I think in the movie, wherein him and AJ both realize. Hmm, I oh. like Pretty Zinta again. <laughs> and then they both drive to her house. And they have like a little dream sequences yeah. of her on the road. And that, was, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Even, yeah. Though, <laughs> even though it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you know, they both want to marry her so bad now, yeah. but before, now. less well, so. Well, and I do give credit to Ajay uh, for, you know, continuing his crush. Yeah. Despite the fact that she's pregnant with another yeah. guy's kid. Like, that doesn't, doesn't phase no. him, doesn't deter him well, at admirable, all. Admirable, but creepy, yeah. though, because... Yeah, that is yeah. literally the only thing you know about him is that he loves her. He loves her a lot. <laughs> he just loves her so much. I think his father is dead. At one point, it's mentioned that yeah, his, he's her, a her and Annie McCare are talking about two different people. Annie McCare thinks that she is talking about AJ, and then when in fact she's talking about Rahul, uh, yeah. Cypher Lee Khan's character, and eventually they figure it out. But uh, yeah, we don't know a lot about him. He has no. no Interests apart from Pretty Zinta. No discerning personality. No. Not really, he no. He did have a mom. But yeah, he had a mom. mom. He had a mom. And he would... His mom seems pretty decent. Continually be, be buying flowers. Oh, so. he had so many flowers. Anapim, I wish I got flowers that often. <laughs> and from Care called him the florist. <laughs> the one time that he like, left with the flowers, I was like, you took the flowers away. He took the flowers away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in the next scene, he was probably carrying flowers, so he, he might have just forgot. Yeah. He just brought them back. Yeah. I was disappointed that we didn't get more of a relationship between Priya and her mother. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I really thought that that was, that was lacking in the family dynamic. There's a lot yeah, of stuff between her and her dad. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Anna Pumpkare is wonderful. Um, he will forever be playing the heroine's dad. It was mm-hmm. so adorable. Um, oh, he's so good. I he's, love that song, too. So, so good. Um, but I wish that, you know, like... You know, because I imagine when you get... Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I imagine when you get pregnant, you know, your mom is someone that maybe you want to talk to. Yeah, that was the first person <laughs> mm-hmm. I told. I told my mom within a minute of... 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it took me of a finding couple, out. Yeah, okay. but it, it took it took a couple of weeks before I told my dad. Yeah. I was really nervous yeah. to tell my dad. Oh, I guess I can also say for your listeners, I have a sixteen year old. Oh, yes. so the, I, right around the same time, uh, Priya was. Mm. <laughs> yes, you were also wearing was yellow. Mother, I was wearing yellow a lot yeah. back then. Yeah, no, that's Cypoli <laughs> Connie. So busy. <laughs> yeah, um, I just you know it just. It, it just surprised me that you like she's really kind of pushed to the side yeah. of this film, you know. Yeah. When I just I, I would think that that would be a relationship that um, that the film would be interested in exploring. So yeah. something happens in this movie that I don't think I've ever seen in a Bollywood. Oh movie yeah, before. you're really excited about this. Yeah. Uh, so at one point, once uh, uh, Priya has been kicked out of the house for being uh, getting knocked up. Um, her little brothers and her older brother and then eventually her father and her mother, they all get sad one night and they walk outside and they uh, start watching a, a uh, tape that they made of an earlier dance sequence yes. with music. Yes. And I don't think I've ever seen this happen before where it's diegetically in the story yeah. that this dance sequence happened and there was music. Yes. The closest I can think of is Banbaja Bharat. Where um, Ranveer Singh kind of sneaks his way into this wedding by pretending to be the guy video recording um, Anushka Sharma, but we never actually see that video later. Oh. This time it's like, yeah, they actually made a video. Don't know who was recording. <laughs> They're choreographed a number. Yeah, like I don't know who who handled the video production on that, but. Like, they were actually acknowledging that the dance sequence existed in yes. reality. Yes. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, that's um, cool. <laughs> I've just never seen that before in a Hindi film. So, I thought that was cool. What did you think? Um, I, I Yeah, it, it was a little... It kind of took me out of the film a bit, though. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm, you know, I'm used to the suspension of disbelief that, you know, these dance sequences <laughs> aren't diegetic. Yeah. Um, but then being told that one of them is... It's a little bit like, you know, when... Characters will be like flipping through a family photo album or like looking at a picture of their loved one on their desk, yeah. and it's clearly like a professional, oh, yeah. um, like headshot, yeah. or it's a screenshot from elsewhere in the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're just like, well, that no, like that. That's not what photos look like. Yeah, yeah. that we take and that we have of yeah. you know one another in the real world, and so it just kind of like. It just kind of puzzled me. It seemed like the extreme example of that. But they were so excited they that were. Priya was coming home. They yeah, might have hired a videographer. They actually might have like choreographed yeah. a song and dance for her. Yeah. Also, there's that other part when the friend goes to meet AJ, and mm-hmm. she's like, "We're going to do a song and dance together." And then he like, "No," or <laughs> no, you know, I, or like whatever. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to do a song and dance. And yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a level of self awareness in this film yeah. that I guess I wasn't entirely expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was, I think there was also maybe one time somebody looked at the camera and said something else. So I feel like there was also a moment there. <laughs> I don't remember breaking the fourth wall, but mm. maybe. I feel like that might have, might have happened. Yeah. We watched it very early in the morning, so it was oh, a yeah. <laughs> in and out of uh, sleepiness. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, overall, I mean, I don't know if I'd really want to watch it again, but I yeah. respected what I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, how do you feel it fits into the kind of the canon of films that you've seen about... About young moms? Yeah, about young moms. Because mm-hmm. you've watched yeah, a lot of them. I have. I have. Um, it kind of, Well, I mean, it certainly wasn't precious. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a yeah. very kind of dire portrayal of, of um, mm-hmm. an unwed teen mom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen quite a few. It, um, there's been a couple really interesting films that have a more positive sort of angle. Um, another guy, another girl in the IRT, which is the Leslie Harris film. Okay, that's really interesting. It has quite. It really dispels a lot of um, stereotypes. It kind of hits them head on. Quinceañera mm-hmm. uh, is another really good one. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there's an Irish one. I believe it's called Hashabai. 
And it's got, it's actually got a baby Sinead O'Connor as like the friend, oh, wow. of, friend of the girl. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. She's like 18. Wow. Yeah. And so the Does she have hair? Yes, I believe so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she, so she's very young, but it's about a girl in Ireland who gets pregnant in the north of Ireland and she's sent out to, um, to the, the coast where they only speak, uh, Gaelic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so there's a couple, and then Juno. Juno is, has a kind of a positive, but also at the end she still gives the baby up for adoption. Yeah. That's often quite the idealized ending mm-hmm. for these kinds of movies, is that the happy sort of medium is, we supported her, but she made the right choice at the right. end. gave the baby to somebody that can actually... This be, wonderful couple that yes. can't make a baby on their own. Yeah, yeah. like, she made the right choice. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching last night, Kek and I, I was thinking about how they were framing choice, and she really went in her speech at the end, she really frames it like, hey, I made the choice to be yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can be a mom, and I think I get what that means. And yeah, I can do it. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm married or not. And I really appreciated that, mm-hmm. it, even though it was a very uh, kind of uh, well, 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 over pre- the top. well prepared yeah. speech that she gave. <laughs> well, something I just thought, was, thought of off the top of her head. <laughs> it was yeah. interesting that abortion was on the table right away. Yeah, right. Like, Saifali Khan's like, I don't yeah, care what you, you do, go abortion. for abortion, that's fine. Yep. And uh, even her family was saying, you know, you can't keep this kid. Yeah. Which is completely out of line with some of the more conservative aspects of right? what yeah. like I, I thought adoption would be more of right yeah the idealized idea but yeah I thought that was very interesting I did they, yeah. they tackle abortion in, in Juno also if you remember when she yeah Juno goes. seems really harsh on abortion it does like, yeah. it does not very, really consider it a this choice. one says this is a you know it's perfectly yep. legitimate choice yeah mm-hmm. in yep. fact it's the one that I really God would prefer yeah and she addresses it too in her speech like yeah. you know I could have could have had an abortion yeah. But I've chosen not to. So there's always that side of choice. And I know in real life, young unwed moms are often faced with a sort of like, well, oh, you're having a hard time and your kid is tough. Well, tisk, tisk, tisk. Yeah. You mm. shouldn't have got yourself into this trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's not really like a framework of setting somebody up to be a successful um you know, role model or, or parent, right. if they're constantly told, like, well, you deserve all the bad days, yeah. but then if you're, like, married <laughs> in, like, a heteronormative relationship right. and you're having a bad day, hey, it's okay for moms to have a bad day. Why don't you have a bathtub and a glass of wine? Yeah, that's it's exactly okay. what she says is, uh, yeah. had a had a marriage right being done, you would be falling all over yourself to yeah. say congratulations. Yeah, exactly. And here's some ideas of what you could do, but just because one thing didn't happen, yep. the entire town has turned against her. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, the film, it being a, a romance, um, and again, like a very interesting uh, take on the Bollywood rom-com, but still very yeah. much a Bollywood rom-com, yeah, very much. it does kind of uh, find a solution in mm-hmm. that kind of heteronormative coupling. Yes. But you still get the sense that um, she's going to have a lot of support mm-hmm. in raising this child, that she's not kind of doing this alone, and yeah. that the people, you know, the, both her family and her community are not going to punish her, partly yeah. because they're all in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like there's, I mean, there's not, with the exception of Saif Ali Khan's mother, everyone loves her. It is helpful to be the most popular person in town. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is very lucky in that respect. Um, Yeah, as a kind of like a idealized version of of this scenario, 
um, I did appreciate this film because, you know, I think there is a value in, you know, making a piece of popular entertainment that's tackling an issue like this mm-hmm. and, and saying, you know, because when she's, when she's making that speech to her community, mm-hmm. she's making it to everyone sitting in the theater as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. making it to, you know, the, the audience for the film. And so the audience I think, turns on a dime too. Yeah. And yeah, so I think, yeah. I think they're, you know, it's very didactic. Yes. Yeah, but you know it's very preachy, but I see value in that. Well, I, I like that she frames choice as also being allowed to choose to have the child. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's usually like, oh, I'm pro-choice. Oh, then you're pro-abortion. Well, no, I'm pro-choice, and yeah. my choice to either have the baby, not have the baby, give the baby up for adoption, get married, not get married. Like these are all valid choices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the choice to to have a child is a, a totally valid choice mm-hmm. within that framework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really. I mean, in in some ways, it's very very dated um, aesthetically. <laughs> aesthetically. The dance sequence is, is very dated. Yeah, the costume. Um, yeah. but the the ideas yeah. um are very progressive. I was just yeah. thinking about those leather pants that he had on. <laughs> oh, yeah. the snake skin. oh, the leather oh, pants. Man. His, his red like Corvette or whatever. And also, oh, you know, I, you know, I think it was a hair. Mazda Miata that oh. he flew across and his the hair. Gorge. Yeah, his mother's hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy that. Uh, <laughs> Saif Ali Khan has aged so well. Has he? Oh, he looks, uh, he yeah. looks pretty cool these days, but <laughs> then less so. <laughs> yeah. It was very, you know, Uncle Jesse hair. Yes. yes. Was, you yeah. know, aesthetically dated. Yes. He's a real Uncle Jesse. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for interval. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be playing the uh, title song to English Vinglish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a song sample of that. And our discussion of English Vinglish will be right after this. Badalana sara you 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 Sara ka sara new 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 Ma happy happy kyu 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 Ma busy busy hu 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 Dheeme dheeme slowly slowly I'm learning learning siku viku nahi supa Dheeme dheeme slowly slowly I'm learning learning siku viku nahi supa so that was English Vinglish from English Vinglish. The movie came out in 2012 and it's directed by Gori Shinde, who uh, we also really liked in her uh, Dear Zindagi that came out mm-hmm. last year. Uh, English Vinglish stars Sri Devi, Adil Hussain, Mehdi Nebu, and Priya Anand. And uh, the story is inspired by Gori Shinde's own mother. Yeah, uh, Shinde's mother uh, spoke Marathi. Um, but didn't have a good handle of English, and she ran a pickle business out of her home. And uh, and she I knew. Wish I lived in a home that had a pickle business. <laughs> I love the smell of pickles. Okay. <laughs> and if my house but smelled like, like that, I'd be amazing. Do you want to go to work and continue to smell like pickles? I'd find a way to deal with it. Okay, sure. Um, I I don't know if I would, mm-hmm. though I would like some decent pickles. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and so she was inspired by kind of her own relationship with her mother and how Hopefully she... Hopefully she was nicer than uh, Sri Devi's kid. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think like she... This movie is dedicated to her mother and I think it was very much um, her saying sorry mm. and, and showing her mother mm. that, you know, maybe she didn't appreciate her growing up, but she certainly does mm-hmm. now. Um, and so, you know, I think you can kind of, um, you can feel that, you know, touch, um, or that inspiration throughout the film, kind mm-hmm. of that really, um, sentimentality, I guess, eh, but it's, I don't uh, think it's, yeah, it's not sentimental, but it, it, it feels realistic. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm going for. Uh, so this was Sri Devi's first film in 15 years. Mm-hmm. It had a world premiere TIFF that sold out. It was a critical and commercial success. 
nominated for three Filmfare Awards for Best Film, Best Director, and Best Actress. Uh, Shinde received a special award for Best Directorial Debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie starts with uh, Sri Devi and her family in India. And uh, she has to go to her daughter's PTA meeting. Daughter goes to a Catholic school and the priest... Everyone there speaks English, and she does not speak English very well. Yeah. Uh, she never learned it, and she's kind of a, um, not so much a traditional person, but she's not a modern woman, she says herself mm-hmm. to her husband. Uh, so she, she goes... She wears saris. She wears saris all the time. Um, she cooks. She doesn't uh, have a, she doesn't have a job outside of the house, that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, she Well, goes, she does have a small catering business. She yeah, makes she, she makes ladders, but she yeah. doesn't, like, leave the house to go to work for no. She She stays at home all the time. Um, but, uh, she goes to meet the priest at the school and, um, is a little bit embarrassed to have to get the priest who doesn't speak great Hindi himself to communicate with her that way. Um, so coincidentally, her sister's, uh, daughter in, uh, New York is getting married and, um, Sri Devi is asked if she can come out and help plan the wedding. While she's there, um, she, you know, learns how to live in this place and sees an ad for a four-week learn-to-speak-English course. Uh, her niece, I guess, yeah, her niece, mm-hmm. says, that's impossible. No one could learn how to speak <laughs> English in four weeks. And Sri Devi's like, hmm, maybe I could. So she starts taking this class. And for some reason, she hides this from her family. But I, I, think I know. she has reasons. She, but... has, she has some reasons, but that branch of the family probably wouldn't care that much. They would be a lot more supportive than I think yeah. she thinks they yeah, would. Yeah, I, I think that's true. It's completely in her own head to hide this, whereas yeah. she could have probably just told them, yeah, I'm on here, I'm going to take an English class, mm-hmm. rather than pretending to be sick or mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> skipping the Empire State Building. Um, but, uh, you know, she makes some friends at this class, including Laurel, who is a handsome Frenchman who is also learning English. and He's played by Mehdi Nebu. Yeah, and doesn't really seem to get the point that she's not really interested in him apart from <laughs> in the learning English uh, way. Uh, and then the rest of the family shows up and things come to a head. Yeah. How does that work? I think that's great. Yeah, but it's mostly about the process of learning English. Yeah. And what sort of freedom you can gain by A, being away from your family, who's not amazing to you, yeah. and B... Um, being in another country, learning other language, uh, learning how to live in a, in a big city mm-hmm. in New York. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on here. It, the, the, the story, there's not a lot of um, events that happen in it, but it's, it's mm-hmm. quite, uh, mm-hmm. th- it's not like a, a very intense plot, but the events that do happen are very important. Yeah, and that's kind of similar to Shinde's other film, Dear Zindigi, which we talked about on the podcast, which... You know, on the surface can seem slight. Mm-hmm. Sorry, can seem slight because it's very slice of life. Um, and you can very describe much the plot about, in three seconds. Yeah, and yeah. very much about you know a character's um, internal life, okay. um, not a huge amount of conflict. Um, but watching it, these movies feel very, very important. You know, here's a woman who feels unappreciated by Margin- her family. She feels marginalized. She's in you know a place where she. Everything feels alien, and how she kind of gains control of that, gains her independence, and starts to kind of gain some self-respect is really like that's that's an incredible narrative to yep. you know, and and to see that kind of come through on screen in Street Every's performance. Mm-hmm. You know, these movies are not 
slight, even though, you know, they don't involve like big conspiracies or try to save the world or people mm-hmm. punching mm-hmm. or even falling in love. Yeah. Um, but this is stuff that we as human beings actually deal with every day. Learning a language, language is super hard. It is. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most difficult. And I'm, I'm sure switching between uh, Hindi and English is probably really hard. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything in common. Yeah. And... One thing I found with this movie is that it, um, since we're also reading the Hindi as subtitles, you kind of experiencing the idea of not understanding the language in like it, it's being it's being transmitted to us in the same way. Mm-hmm. So I found myself having to remember if they were speaking English at the time that the subtitle was coming up, or if it was mm-hmm. Hindi. Mm-hmm. The way someone who has you know a slight grasp of English would be picking up things every now and then too. And then there's French in the film, which is in subtitles, and we all speak French. (laughs) But, like, I had to to focus more on what it would be like to be experiencing all these conversations Mm -hmm. just to try and get myself in the headspace of uh, Sri Devi's character, who at various points in the plot doesn't understand much about all the English, or by the end understands lots of English, and is completely Mm -hmm. aware of what's going on. And I thought that was really interesting. And if there weren't subtitles, I don't think... I would have had to focus as much, but it, it helped me, I believe. Yeah. There's one scene that I found kind of frustrating, and I wanted to ask you about it, Lindsay, because yeah. you've lived in New York, so yeah. you have experience there. Yes. And the scene where she goes into a cafe, and she's trying to order lunch, and everyone yeah. around her is, like, the worst. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think, like, is is that realistic? Because no. I just, I couldn't, like, I know New Yorkers have this perception of being... Busy, fast-paced. Yeah, and, 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 you know, the the whole soup Nazi thing from Seinfeld, you know, so this perception of, you know... So she went to the angry cafe where people yell at you? Yeah, but that scene stuck out for me, too. It was very unrealistic. Yeah. And also the acting was not that great. Like, the woman playing the barista was not the greatest actress, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of... It took me out a bit, and then I was like, oh, right, this is not an American film. This is a Bollywood film set in America. Yeah. Like right, of course the English actors aren't going to be the greatest. Like, well, it feels like a lot of them were but... not actors. Yeah, like it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the teacher. It took me a while to get used to the teacher. Also, yeah, he's, he's a pretty little, flamboyant. He's a over the top. <laughs> he was a little actory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did kind of come around to that scene though because I kind of thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe this scene is supposed to make you feel like what it is like when you're in. A scenario where everyone is speaking a different language that you don't mm-hmm. understand and is expecting you to understand it. So while it might not be mm-hmm. realistic, it might be honest to the way that the character feels. Yeah, and that's, that, true. that's true. And that someone in that situation, you know, even here in Edmonton, yeah. would feel. When I was in the Dominican, I got into a pulmonia, so like uh, the little patch together Hondas that they use as taxis. My friend told me to go around the entire city, and he said they'll get mad at you, but just stay in the car. And I didn't. Much Spanish, yeah. so I did stay in the car the whole time. And yes, they were like getting very frustrated with me and yelling mm-hmm. at me in Spanish. And it was just like, yeah, and it's just like no matter how many times know. you repeat that word, yeah. you still don't know the word. Know the lady who yeah. runs the ESL, or at least the front desk lady at the ESL <laughs> yeah. place, they should hire someone who is better at talking to people who don't speak English. I think <laughs> she starts off with a lot of jargon. she's very nice. To be she's fair, the, she's nice. She's nice, but yeah, she does so the thing good. of like. Do you understand? Yeah. When they literally do not understand, yeah. that's why they're trying to learn yeah. how to speak English. You can't do the slow things down. Well, point but by to point be fair, that speaking. is what people do. Is what people do like do it all the time. But I feel like if you're running that business, maybe get someone who's better at answering the phone. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But also reminded me of my first Spanish class in high school. So I, I guess I do know some Spanish. But my first, the first day of Spanish, 
my teacher just didn't speak English, period. Mm. She was just like speaking in Spanish. It took us about 10 minutes for us to realize that escuchar means listen. Mm. She kept saying escuchar, escuchar. And she'd repeat it. And finally, like at the end of like an hour, we were starting to like, okay, get a couple words. Yeah. Oh my God. But it was very like, I'll talk <laughs> that, slow. That sounds intense. Well, it, it yeah. is interesting because... Um, English is one of the languages of India, mm-hmm. and when you watch Hindi films, there's lots of English. There in. is, yeah. So presumably, Sri Devi's character has encountered English a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's not a completely alien sound; it's just yeah. figuring out what everything yeah. means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas if you're learning, you know, from a Romance language to a Germanic oh, language or yeah. something, it's completely alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's not like she knows some words. Yeah. You know. She, yeah. She knows. Some she could words, gather things but... by inference, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, so what did we think of this film's portrayal of a stay-at-home mom, which is a category of motherhood that, again, I don't think we see a lot in cinema, no, or at least don't. it's not, they're not the, the protagonist of the film. Mm-hmm. And if they are, it's like a how-does-she-do-it kind right, of right. thing. Mm-hmm. How does she do it? Yeah. You know, yeah. but there aren't. I can't, I'm trying to think of, like, stay-at-home moms in film, and I don't, like, I'm, I know there are, but I, they're not top, popping out to me. But well, they're always team, a background character. Yeah, but like a TV. I think we see TV. more working moms than stay-at-home moms. A lot more working moms. TV, you see more stay-at-home moms, yeah. because mm-hmm. if it's like a family drama or whatever, yeah. then like modern family, I think all the moms stay at home. I don't think Home Improvement's wife did anything. I don't think that Home Improvement, <laughs> I don't think she did anything either. <laughs> that's the yeah, so like that's character, TV. Home Improvement's wife? Home Improvement's wife, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only that. you would bring up that show. When Matt was like eight, he had a home improvement themed birthday party. I liked it. It was a good show. I recently Googled JTT. Yeah. He's aged quite nicely. Nice. He's also like 35 now. Wow. It's kind of weird. But I find even in like the, the traditional family sitcom or drama, mm-hmm. rarely do the narratives explore well, the kind of inner yeah. lives of the stay at home mom. I think yeah. there's probably been a very deliberate swing away from stay at home mothers in yeah. western entertainment because we want to show women as being out in the work- workplace being capable of doing whatever yeah. they want as opposed to the 50s housewife right kind of yeah so definitely. i think the inclusion of them is probably by design in mm-hmm. western entertainment mm-hmm. yep Which well too and bad i mean my mother was a stay-at-home mother and you know it's it's just as much of a choice as yep. is going to work yeah. you know yeah. like she gave up working at the insurance company so yeah yeah she mm-hmm. could have done that, but she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. But you're right, though. In film, we don't see a lot of like exploring the daily life of stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Um, a Woman Under the Influence is one of my favorite oh, yeah. films. But that, again, she's also dealing with mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little more going on than just staying at home. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's the whole part true. of waiting to, for the kids' bus to come and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Or if they do, I feel like they're about like cheating moms. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Jean yeah. Dealman like, have Like un- unfaithful yeah, wives? Yeah, Jean Dealman has a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Yep. Whereas here, you know, you get this whole kind of um, romance narrative yep. that uh, he wants to be, uh, oh, you know, he wants it to be more than just a friendship, but she, yep. you know, has to, you know, she's very devoted to her husband and her kids, even though they don't appreciate her. Yep. Um, but you never, ever get the sense that she's going to cross that line. Like, yeah. yeah, I think you might think that she might kiss him. But, you yeah. know, you know that this is not going to be about, like, an unfaithful woman. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Shirley Valentine also. And that, mm-hmm. like, the stay-at-home mom goes away somewhere mm-hmm. to, like, kind of more find mm-hmm. herself and discover. But, to get but her she does back. cross that line in Shirley Valentine. She, she goes to get her groove back, presumably. Basically, she, and 
I mean, I certainly wouldn't have judged her or the film had she had. Yeah. No, of course. Because That's what I was expecting. I will tell yeah. you, I thought he was super dreamy. Right? I was <laughs> really into him. Yeah. And I was really sad that, like, yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't, like... They couldn't work it out. If it was a different sort of movie, they would have started that French-Indian yeah. fusion cuisine restaurant. Yeah, yeah, which I think would be a really, like, See, fun well, movie to watch. <laughs> and he, like, he's a legitimate actor, uh, Mehdi Nebu, which I think is part of what um, makes the film really work, because yeah. they get, like, he's been in Munich, for example, oh, um, yeah. and a lot of other German and French productions, and yeah. so, like, he he's so good in he that role, it, yeah. when I'm just, like, I imagine everyone around him was always speaking Hindi, who knows, well, he might have a handle of Hindi, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, mm-hmm. rarely do you see the non-Indian actor in a Bollywood film kind of have the acting prowess that this guy has. Yeah, 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 exactly. We talked a little bit about Queen during the break, and I think the non-Hindi speaking actors in that were really good, too, Mm -hmm. and also non-professional actors in a lot of cases. Mm. Yeah, they are. And in this one, too, I think... But he's he's, he's, he's a real heartthrob, and he's younger than her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that, and he just... But, I mean, how could you not fall in love with Sri Devi? Like, she's a noted beauty. She's so plucky. Um, But as soon as, like, she appears on screen with those eyes, and she just... Man, she's so good in this role yeah. where I really think you understand who this woman is and you really, really care for her. You mm-hmm. really feel for her and you're upset when, you know, when everyone around her really underestimates her yeah, and really sure. underappreciates her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she has to make all those ladus, oh, oh, they all fall shit. on the floor. <laughs> and she son knocks them all over. Uh, and the kids she not stubbornly much stands there you know, forming them. I thought she was going to uh, have her English speech there, actually. Like, oh, that's enough, kid. Enough. I thought that was going to be, like, the point at which she was going to show her family, hey, yeah. I actually do speak English now. But she has to have yeah. all the, yeah, all yeah. of her classmates yeah, around. Yeah, and I, yeah, I thought maybe that was going to come up, because her niece knows that yes. she's been te- learning. Yeah, her niece. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is potentially the best portrayal of New York City in a Bollywood film that we've I seen. I really enjoyed it. I also mm-hmm. must have, I must say this, the school that she goes to is right near Union Square, and when they were on the, on the roof of that building, I think that was actually the roof of that building. Oh, wow. Oh. I was very huh. impressed with the, like, accuracy of the locations. Of yeah. The yeah, they didn't, like, building and drive to the Hoover Dam in 15 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was pretty impressed. I was like, oh, yeah, that actually is, like, near 5th and yeah. 16th. Maybe they, maybe they found the location first. That you could go on the roof of, and then Maybe. use that as the build. As the ex- exterior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're used to seeing Philly stand in for yeah. New York. Yeah, in, like in, in the in movie New films. York. Yeah, like in the movie New York. <laughs> yeah. And Kerbon, another portrayal of New York. Couple others, but and this I, one I feel like the city actually it was new, seems it was new realistic. York. Yeah. It like New York. And one thing I really liked about it too was the experience of all of the English learners in the class. It wasn't mm-hmm. just her. It was mostly her and the French guy. Yeah. But there were a couple other students there, too. And just so sort of the fact that it was giving um, that representation of yeah. the experience mm-hmm. of New York. The yeah, guy multicultural. Who, the the guy named Salman Khan who just wants to pick up chicks. <laughs> like, yeah. He wants to learn English. Like, yeah. That's a reason why you'd want to learn English. Yeah. Sure. I really love the joke that his name is Salman Khan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Emrika? This Not quite, ringing quite, a bell. No. Um... I can't remember exactly which country it's from, but it is set in the United States, and it's about a single mom and her son who goes to mm. America to live mm. with her, I believe her sister and her sister's family, and she's got a great job, I want to say in Iraq, but I, mm-hmm. uh, I don't mm-hmm. know, I can't remember now, 
Um, she has a good job. She comes from America. She can't get any job. So she lies about working in a bank. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I think mm-hmm. it's a couple years after English of English, but it reminded me of that also. Mm-hmm. But that's more of like an English language film. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's good. It's interesting. Yeah. Another one to check out. I think... Uh, both of these movies had a very interesting portrayal of motherhood mm-hmm. at the very beginning and the, not the end, but like just yeah. a different phase. Yeah, there's a, because in both of these films, the mothers are, you know, they're marginalized. Yep. Both um, and by the end of it, um, the people around them kind of recognize mm-hmm. um, that they've really kind of taken this person for granted yep. or um, judged this person when yep. Yep. Uh, they really didn't deserve it. And I think moms do get that a lot. Oh, so yeah. Misunderestimate, like this underestimating and mm-hmm. taking for granted. Is, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and think about how so many films are about fathers and daddy issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the entire yeah. science fiction genre is devoted to daddy issues. (laughs) Yes. Um, And, you know, I really feel like... Dad Stories... Stories about, you know, moms and motherhood are really downplayed. And if they are made... I guess Arrival for a sci-fi movie about motherhood? Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Um, not too often. And if they are made... Um, they're considered chick flicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there are some people that would consider both of these movies um, chick flicks, but you're you're a dude. You've enjoyed them. Even if they're not yeah. like chick flicks, people I think do kind of discount films that are about moms, whether it's yeah. about a young mom or any kind of mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a subcategory of the chick flick. Exactly. It makes it even less accessible, like, oh, it's about a mom. Well, this oh. Yeah, because first, yeah. first of all, oh, it's a movie about a woman. Yeah. Oh, it's a movie about a mom. Who's creating life. Um, in on one respect, the stakes of these films are quite low because it's just about one yeah. person's experience. Yeah. But on the other hand, they are also the most important thing mm-hmm. in the entire world of the film. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's something that will potentially happen to you in your life, as opposed to most movies where some bullshit yeah. that will never happen. <laughs> so yeah. many things I'm trying to get away and from I, to happen. Like, yeah. I'm really impressed with both Sri Devi and Shinde for how they make you feel for Shashti. And it's not really... You know, and how they yeah. make you really understand yeah. where she's coming from mm-hmm. and the confusion, you know, that she has with both all the English speaking around her and with her daughter who, yeah. like, just is just constantly making yeah. fun her of her. Is so mean. Yeah. Like, right in front of her, like, yeah. terrible right daughter. Right in front of her, like... Oh. Her daughter is so... So mean. So mean. But, you know, I... <laughs> As a mom, uh, kids are mean. Kids, yes, kids like kids are mean. You know, and I hate oh. to say it, but I was a mean kid sometimes. Oh you know, I, I You're so annoying. I love my mother now, <laughs> yeah. but you know, yeah, like of course, you really, you really do take your parents for granted. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in my case, especially my mom, who really did so much. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. the maternal melodramas. If you listen to Linda Williams, it's a complete genre all of its mm. own, too. And it's certainly a body genre that most people are not into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the crying kind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's cry. Oh, speaking of crying, Matt cried during this. It was so sad. Oh, it was it was beautiful. Yeah. I, you just, you really, I really want, we both really wanted her to end up with Laurent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I, I like movies about people just trying to better themselves. Yeah. All yeah. she wants to do is, you know. Make her life better. Yeah. yeah, and that's another really important aspect of the it film is. Is, is, yeah, like how often do we see movies just about, yeah, people working at being a better person? Yeah, totally. Or having you know, a more like, fulfilled life. Yeah, a more fulfilled life. That's yeah. a better way. Because she's a great person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like really just seeking 
fulfillment in life. Mm-hmm. Something that I think, you know, a lot of us um, always wish that we could do, but, you know, find ourselves too busy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that I don't think is valued enough. Well, yeah, there's lots of movies about falling in love with somebody, but, oh, you know, <laughs> learning a language or going on a trip and having new experiences. These yeah. don't happen that often. Mm-hmm. You'd pray love. And when they do, they're kind of terrible. They're they're kind of sappy. Whereas, you know, this is a realistic thing that someone wanted to do. Yeah, it's not in that kind of like, oh, like her entire woe is you, white woman problems. I'm going to go eat in in Italy for a while. Yeah, her her entire you know meaning of life is not changed by learning English. It's just an add on to her currently interesting existence. Yeah, and that yeah, and that's another thing I really appreciate about the film. It's like English doesn't. Um, like acquiring this new language doesn't like solve all of her problems. Yeah, it doesn't completely fulfill her. Doesn't it make doesn't her like nicer. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it does give her um, a sense of, of self respect yep. mm-hmm. that she didn't have before. And it, but it's also through the relationship that she develops with this group of people in her yeah. class, especially yeah. Laurent. And I love yeah. those final moments between her and Laurent, where she like. Where she speaks in Hindi and he speaks in French. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just... And he understands. Yeah. But oh, it's, so it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh. So what did everyone think about uh, Shinde's directing and writing? Because this was her first film. She came from a commercial background. Mm. And she won the, as we mentioned, the special award for best directorial debut. Nice. And has become, uh, you know, with just two films, mm-hmm. uh, a named director in India and nice. one that, you know, people are saying to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, we've definitely seen some, like, B and C grade stuff this year. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> all over the place and kind of cheap. But this mm-hmm. certainly was... Like mm. A level yeah. with a nice budget and good acting, mm-hmm. well written, mm-hmm. and, and actually New York is New York, and that should, could not have been cheap. Mm-hmm. So on that level, I'm impressed. That was her first, mm-hmm. her first film. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she does have access because she came from like a like I was saying like a commercial and advertising background, mm-hmm. and her husband, um, our Balki, is a director. Okay. Um, in Bollywood, but I was—I I thought this was so confident for a yeah. first film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I would not have known that it was a, yeah. fir- a first film. It seemed very accomplished and, mm-hmm. and yeah, just mm-hmm. very polished and, and well done. Yeah, I really kind of think of her as um, uh, India as a Sarah Pauli <laughs> to oh, a certain extent, okay. partly because Sarah Pauli's first film was also about. Um, an older, an older woman and an yeah. older man, an older relationship, mm-hmm. and then her next film was about a young girl, <laughs> and so I kind of see a correlation yeah. there, but also because you know she's telling women's stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the quote-unquote women's picture either. No, no, no exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the direction-wise, I think yeah, it, it gives you a feel for New York City in very quick um, uses of street scenes and stuff that doesn't feel manufactured doesn't feel mm-hmm. like any yeah. role yeah. so that's really interesting and i think the momentary glimpses of like the slow motion when all the ladders fall over and i guess kind of the the interplay between bright sunny new york city and then india because it's nighttime when they call 
it's an interesting look to it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes New York, City, New York City seem great in the same way that uh, mm-hmm. Bethlehem made Paris seem fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It, it it works on a, like a tourist level as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that it didn't have that kind of like glossy sheen that a lot of like really like a production Bollywood has. Mm-hmm. New York, it, New York, the film New York had that. Yeah. Whereas it's trying here, to impress you. It has kind of more of like a you know I think what we would what we would expect from like an indie film. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, and it's and it's Especially because in the U.S., um, we're getting a lot of indie films about older women. So I think of things like The Meddler and I'll See You in My Dreams. And and so it kind of really, like, fit in that space for me. Yeah, Sri Devi, I I don't think I would call her an older woman as a category. I mean... She's 53. I know. She doesn't look 53. And it's not like a story about, um, you know... I'll See You in My Dreams. She's pretty old, right? Well, it's Blythe Downer. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, the meddler is Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, the, those movies are tending towards senior citizens, where this is someone middle aged. There is a, a trend I've seen in Hollywood that's like yeah. older, older, mm-hmm. yeah. like like post, like widowed, yeah, or mm-hmm. like kind so of baby after boomer, retirement. boomer generation yeah, still retirement. needs to have stories about yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> post, post retirement, stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know how I feel about this, man. I think everyone should have good movies made for them, and I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with making I, good movies for older people. I think yeah. what we've discussed, I quite enjoy geriatrics. <laughs> I, I do too. I, I quite enjoy it. It's a good. It's a good genre. I recommend these movies because because uh, mm-hmm. I like them. Maybe it's more of um. I, I, this just popped in my head, but maybe the kind of Hollywood equivalent is more of a. And I can never say this director's name. Nicole Halafstner. Halafstner. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. His recent film, Enough Said, mm, um, is probably so more great. at this um, yeah. this yeah. age group. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a great film. All right. Well, does anyone have anything to add about English Vinglish or Kaya Kenna yeah. or representations of mothers in Bollywood cinema? I think I would definitely recommend English Vinglish to people who generally don't watch Bollywood films. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, uh, Kia Kenna is definitely much more of a <laughs> Bollywood, Bollywood, Bollywood movie. film. Yeah. And it may be somewhat off-putting if you're not familiar with some of the tropes of the yeah. genre. Mm-hmm. Or the, yeah. the film um, industry. Not a genre. Yeah. But yeah. it is in the Bollywood scare quotes genre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Much more dance scenes, much more very big emotions. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of very soap opera-y moments <laughs> in that. Yeah. Okay, kind of... But yeah, I would agree. I would, I would definitely recommend English for English to kind of just anybody. Yeah. Because it was just like a, a pleaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of film. If but your I, parents like the lunchbox, for yeah, instance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Them towards yeah. this one, too. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I, also, I also did appreciate the different representations of mothers, because like mm-hmm. we've said already, mm-hmm. the, it's usually they're really mean, or they're just a side kind of mm-hmm. nothing character. And Sri Devi's uh, new film, which is coming out later this year, is just titled Mom. Oh, that's right. And yeah. it seems to be some sort of like revenge thriller. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Which looks awesome. Yeah. yeah I Hopefully cool. it's not Very an exciting. adaptation of Mommy. Uh, I don't think so. I also don't think it's a remake of, of Mother, Mother yeah. <laughs> a South Korean film. Yeah, that's the Canadian Mommy and the maybe South Korean Mother. Maybe it's the Albert Brooks remake. <laughs> maybe. Oh. Yeah. Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Or it's the John Hughes Mr. Mom, but reimagined uh, for a new Mr. generation. Oh, I would totally see the Bollywood remake of Mr. Mom. Who is yeah. Bollywood's Albert Brooks? 
Is there a Bollywood version of Albert Brooks? <laughs> yeah. I, don't I know. think there's only one Albert He's Brooks. He's a pretty unique, uh, a unique vision. That's fair. Albert Brooks yeah. so much. Um, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We want to wish you, Lindsay, a happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and to all of the moms out there listening. Our, our moms. And, yep. to, and to our moms. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if my mom listens. But, uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe she'll listen to this one. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Yeah. I put it up on Facebook. <laughs> she certainly likes that. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay, how can uh, people uh, follow you? Do you? Where is your online presence? Where is my online presence? You have a Facebook page. I yes. Uh, for my music, uh, it's the Spring Hill Mine disaster, of which there is an actual Spring Hill Mine, mm-hmm. and there were three disasters. Oh, not just one. Yeah. yes. So it's the the Spring Hill Mine disaster for my music. Um, the podcast was This Manic Mama, and it was uh, hosted by um, HipMama.com, and. Uh, I do little tiny movie reviews sometimes, and that's the Campbell review at Weebly.com. And that's about it. Perfect. We will link all of that in the notes. Uh, And we will be back in two weeks with a new episode. We are going to be looking at uh, true crime Bollywood. I bet this is going to be one of those happy episodes, isn't it? (laughs) For sure. 100%. Everyone loves murder. Yeah. (laughs) In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? Well, you can find us on Tumblr at bollywoodisforlovers.tumblr.com. Recent listeners will know I do mess this up every time just to play around with Aaron's head. So, uh-huh. Bollywood is for lovers. Tumblr.com. At Bollywood Pod on Twitter. I'm at Matt, score, uh, Matt underscore B O W E S. I'm at Erin E. Fraser, E R N E F R A S E R. The show is at Bollywood Pod, and you can find it on basically any way that you can ingest podcasts. So, iTunes, leave us a review if you like it. Um, Stitcher, there might be a review system on there. I don't know. Uh, Audio Boom. <laughs> Um, that's where we host it and you can use their app too if you want and whatever the uh, Google one is right now I know they're switching it up and please give a listen to my other show I do a weekly podcast with Paul Matwitschek called Trash Out in the Movies we just released an episode on um, <laughs> films set in Texas directed by musicians so we looked at uh, Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects and um, David Byrne's True Stories, which Lindsay actually lent me to, to do that episode. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll be back with, in two weeks with another stirring and exciting episode <laughs> of Bollywood is for Lovers. Bye.